Yes, it's Viper Radio, episode 6. I'm Future Bound, and during the course of the next 60 minutes, I'm going to be giving you some of the hottest, most freshest D&B around. Got a lot of big hitters to play you. I'm also going to be catching up with El Hornet from Pendulum, who's going to give us the rundown of what Pendulum are up to. They've just dropped their new Elemental EP, and I've got a big show at the Drum Sheds in London. So hold tight for that later in the show. I've also got the Future Fire, and of course the Viper Vault. So let's get to it and play you something by one of the hottest up and coming acts in D&B right now. Sounds of VOE. And this one's called Enemies. Let's go. There's nothing I can say if you made up your mind. You can push me away, but the hearts are behind. And maybe we'll do something different if we had the time. But right now's not perfect and I've got no fight. Let's point out our walls It makes more sense than anything Why bother feeling it all? We just get hurt like enemies If I had the chance To change everything I would fly to your call But you wouldn't be there anyway out of Adelaide, Australia, the sounds of VOE, brand new single from them called Enemies, which is out now, and we got a brand new single from them called Fight You, which is dropping in the end of September, as well as Take What You Want and Come This Far, which have already came out, they're all going to feature on the brand new Chemical EP, honestly, these guys have got so much music in the pipeline, and I love the way they can just switch from vocal tracks to real heavy hitters for the floor, exciting times ahead for VOE, keep your eyes on them. Viper Radio. And next month on Viper, we're going to be dropping the brand new Sound of Drum and Bass 2021 album. So many brand new heaters for that. We've been releasing a series of singles leading up to the project. Kicked off with a huge single by Black Rose called Jungle Demon. And followed that with a brand new single by myself from B-Motion called Slap Suey, which has been doing damage. And singles three and four feature Tall Order and also Soul, which I'll play you in a bit. 
before that, we'll play with another Sound of Drum and Bass exclusive. Sounds of side effects, and this one's called Soul. And a couple of worldies are behind this one. That's all I can say right now. Enjoy. Episode 6 with your man Future Bound and I'm rattling through some of the brand new exclusives that are taken from the brand new Sound of Drum and Bass 2021 album 4 coming on Viper in September. Big, big project coming and right now you're listening to a new guy called Tall Order. Some organic aim and vibes here. This one's called Can't Breathe and is out now. And let's continue the Sound of Drum and Bass 2021 vibes and I'm going to play the brand new single by myself and B-Motion called Slap Suey. It's so great to go back to the playing the shows. You can make tracks in the studio, you can do live streams, but until you get it on a rig and bang one of your productions out, it's only then that you can really tell if it's working. And lucky enough, I was able to go back to shows in the last month and was able to test out the new singles that I've been releasing over the last 12 months. And it was so nice to see this one absolutely rip the dance floor up. Sounds of B-Motion and myself, Slap Suey, let's go.
Radio episode 6 and I've just played you a series of scorches, absolutely rip-roaring tunes right there. I played you my new single with B-Motion called Slap Suey and following that I went into a little unreleased remix of Bad Company's The Pulse by The Prototypes. Still sounding so good that one. Then I went into Daily Meal, the Teddy Killers remix which is out now. 
And following that, I went into a brand new thing by Andy C, featuring Ton Piper, called Boom. And that one really does boom. And then I played you a brand new track by Face, called Luke, which is taken from a brand new EP on Blackout. And the whole EP is incredible. Huge shouts to Black Sun Empire. And right now, the track in the background you're listening to is a brand new thing by Delta Heavy called Work It. And that sounded so good at the weekend. Loving that. Big shout to Si and Ben. Hope you're good, boys. So let's move into something brand new from an act which have really, really been coming through the last few years. Sounds of Polar and Bryson and a track called Anethetist. And this is taken from their forthcoming album on Shogun. If you love Polar and Bryson's style, you're definitely going to love their forthcoming body of work. They don't get no plaudits from the audience and we ain't hearing no applause from the auditorium. I snuck it in my jacket, I did stashed inside the inner lining. Couple shots I got them oscillating, we ain't synthesizing. Trying to make a couple notes, that's how we got them gliding. Trying to slide on this society, we ostracizing. We ain't sitting centre living, now we're in the bits. Came up, put them in the Deep sleep is the anesthetist. band and you're in tune to Viper Radio. Right now you're listening to something brand new by Dub Elements. I'm really loving the Capone Friday vibes on that one. 
Big shouts going out to Celu and Antonio down there in Seville in Spain. And they've been releasing some real dope music over the last few years. And it was great to work with them again on Viper this year for their Mind Shaker EP. They are so good. Si senor. Right, let's move into this month's Futures Fire. And it comes courtesy of the Prototypes. A track taken from their 10,000 Feet and Rising album which came out last year. I believe the guys have got a brand new remix package for the album tracks coming up. And this is one of them. And it comes courtesy of Tantrum Desire on the remix for their track Passion. Drop this at the weekend and the place just blew. So good. So this is this month's Futures Fire. Prototypes Passion and Tantrum Desire on the remix. Futures Fire. And that's this month's Futures Fire. Tantrum Desire on the remix for the prototypes. And I believe you'll be able to get this one over the coming weeks. Definitely going to be staying my set for a while. All right, let's move into something brand new from the Black Crows featuring Eski. And this one's called Lift You Up. And this one's just dropped on Viper.
listening to Viper Radio. Now you're listening to the sounds of Pendulum and Hybrid Minds and something called Louder Than Words. Lush, loving that. And while we're talking Pendulum, I think it's time to catch up with El Hornet from Pendulum. Paul, how you doing, mate? You okay? Uh, not much. Just out here in West Oz in the middle of winter. Uh, I won't say freezing my ass off because it's definitely not as cold as a British winter, but uh, <laughs> it's chilly. Last time I seen you, Paul, was over at Pendulum Studios in King's Cross just as the first lockdown was about to kick in and uh, COVID was just like starting and, and I remember going into your place and uh, we were doing the Rampage live stream because Rampage had just been cancelled and um, I remember like walking in there and everyone was kind of like scared to kind of shake hands and kind of stay two metres away from each other in case yeah. we caught COVID, you know. It was uh, it was all a bit surreal, wasn't it? Mm, it was strange, very strange. That was like the, you know, ground zero for COVID when it first kicked off and everyone was... Everyone was kind of unsure of what the protocol was. And um, yeah, we had uh, the entirety of that year, all of the gigs we had lined up for Pendulum Trinity and you know, kind of our comeback shows or whatever, that all canceled in one week, nine months worth of shows. So- Wow, how um, many shows was that? I, I, I don't know exactly. I'd say at least a dozen major festivals, you know, the, you know, the, the highest, billing of your year because we've done sw4 and we've done edc in japan we've done a little new zealand whip with our trinity show we had a new stage set up new lighting new visuals new songs yeah i had a new haircut we were ready to rock and then (laughs) (laughs) and then um yeah the world put brakes onto that and yeah i just i just I'd, i'd moved back to australia a few months before that so i just got back home and then I didn't see Robert and Gareth again for nine months after that. They came out to Australia briefly around New Year's and then we did one show. We had the Origin Festival in Perth, which canceled for New Year's because of COVID. We did a club show and then they turned around and went back to England uh, the first week of this year, uh, in January, obviously, and I haven't seen them since. Right. Um, but yeah, that live show, I mean, that stream that we did, I was really impressed with um, just the support for it. And it, it seems to have gone down in history and become a bit of a legendary session. And it was an honor for us to to have you guys in the studio and to do that and, and to kind of give something back a little bit as best we could to Rampage because that festival has done so much for drum and bass music. And uh, it may seem like a token small gesture, but, um, you know, the, the amount of work that they would have put into putting on their show every year year in year out and then to have a cancel was just devastating so i feel like you know we were we were one of the headliners on that set the only thing that we could do is give that back um yeah yeah yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's always a bit weird when you go into like kind of do a live stream and somewhere somewhere else because you always wonder, you know, you want it to be perfect sound wise and whatever. And sometimes it's not always the case. But 
I got in there, mate, and it was so crisp in your studios, mate. The setup was lovely. It was beautiful. I really enjoyed that one. If you want to have good sound, going to the Pendulum Studio is probably a good place to start, right? Unbelievable, yeah, of course. <laughs> Standard procedure, bro. So you guys have just dropped the new Elemental EP, right? With four tracks, and yes, uh, yep. I was, you know what, mate? I've been saying for a while. I mean, we haven't had no Dillinger tunes in the last 15 years, and the guys have been doing like Knife Party as well. And you feel the, the holes in the scene when those sort of acts like yourselves and Dillinger aren't making the music and releasing the music, you know what I mean? Because it's so in its own lane, it's got its own sound. The anthems that you've done over the years and stuff, it's hard, man, to keep that going, and I, I understand it. But yeah, it's so great to see you guys back, man, do you know what I mean? Releasing the records and the, and the new EP, Elemental, which is out now, is just like a breath of fresh air, you know, just classic Pendulum, but it has a feel-good 80s, 90s vibes about it as well, do you know what I mean? Yes, so that is out now. And had COVID not happened, it probably would have been out a lot sooner. And perhaps it would have come out in a slightly different format. I think maybe it would have just come out uh, one song at a time, staggered over the period. It, it sort of did that eventually. But um, after such an absence, I feel like there, there was a slight positive side of the pandemic was that it allowed Rob way more time than he would have normally had to to finish off those tunes and to finesse them and to to get them to the standard that he wanted to do without having to rush them. But uh, yeah, had we have been able to tour that, I think those songs might have got finished to come out a lot quicker. But um, you know, I always used to say that the the highest uh, achievement I could have as a musician or as a as a music producer in the electronic music industry was to have DJs playing my songs, and that doesn't just include me; that's everyone. So. Yeah, you know the first the first time a DJ played one of my own tunes that I'd made, the I think it was in the year two thousand. I was like, this is just absolutely mind blowing. I can't believe this. This is the pinnacle achievement of producing records. Twenty plus years later, I still feel the same way. Yeah. So to 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 release records without having the ability to DJ them yourself or other people to present them to an audience for you. Yeah. It just kind of felt a little pointless, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. No, I, well, that's it, man. I mean, look, that sound systems and people in front of those sound systems, you know, that's where anthems are made or tracks fail, you know what I mean? And we about go back to the drawing board. But, um, th yeah, I say, going back to the Elemental EP, which is out now, I mean, what I loved about it, mate, it was um, just the flavours on it. It was obviously lo lots of classic pendulum vibes, like Driver. It was great to see all the guys supporting it again, you know. And even though it was only four tracks, you know, it was, it was a real nice listen. Mm, well, I appreciate that, man. It's, um, it's definitely a, a pretty hard thing to come back after such a long absence. And it's not like... It's not like we just downed tools for 10 years and did nothing. Like, I was touring relentlessly. Rob and Gareth had huge success with Knife Party. Rob never stopped working on music ever. I worked on solo stuff the whole time. Um, you know, our, our guitarist was off playing with Faithless. Um, KJ Sorker, our drummer, is in about 17 different bands. <laughs> makes, makes and releases music, it seems like, every week. So we were all quite busy as a whole. It's just that that particular element of Pendulum the one where we released new music, it just wasn't um, it, it wasn't the right time to do it. And whenever people would people would berate you a little bit and say, "Come on, man, when when's the new music coming?" And my answer was always the same. It was like it's going to come when it's time for it to come, not exactly. when, when you not when you want it. I'm pretty sure Rob Swire is not sitting in a studio making music for you. No, I'm to, to the general public. He's making music because that's what he does. And when it's time. When it's time and feels right for that to come to the world to see, then that's the right time for it to happen. And Absolutely. a lot of things had to a lot of things had to change to get to that point. And we had to grow and we had to move on from previous mindsets of how to approach pr producing drum and bass records. And I always say to people, like, you know, you, you're hounding us for new records. You seem to have forgotten that we released three albums in five years. <laughs> and then in the two years before that, we did 20 12 inches, a mountain of remixes. And so in that short amount of time, I feel like Rob and Pendulum perhaps as a whole had kind of ticked all the boxes of drum and bass. I mean, when you put it like that and you kind of think back about the portfolio of music that's being created by Pendulum in that time, 
Would you maybe say like a little bit of burnout was creeping in? I can only really speak for myself, but I feel like I have a limitless energy for this music and for <laughs> for this lifestyle when, you know, pre-pandemic when it was possible. I, I never seemed to get sick of um, playing it and being being part of it. It felt, it felt like once I personally came into it, that was it. That was like, oh, I've just found my slot in the world forever, which is... Yeah, same, life. man, same. But I feel with Rob... Um, the pressure, you know, each record probably got harder. Each album definitely got more difficult. And then once you've released your last album, which was our album Immersion in 2010, that debuted at number one in the UK charts, in the mainstream charts, in the album charts. Crazy. And th- there's there's going to be a, a small amount of like, well, how do you do better than that? And what's yeah. the point of trying? Yeah. You look at acts who've had similar successes like Jason Status, they're, you know, they uh, they had an album that did the same thing. And what did they do next? They wrote a Jungle album, which is like completely disregarding their previous history, their previous sound. They just did it for themselves. Of course, yeah. And back back to the roots. Back to the roots. You either do that or you just go do something else for a while. And in Rob's case, playing live probably got very tiring. He wasn't really DJing at all anymore. Um, but we didn't want it to go away entirely, which is why I kept doing Pendulum DJ sets, so that we still existed in some capacity, um, knowing that we would come back when the time was right. But as for burnout, I think we all get a bit burnt out if you do something forever. You know, anyone yeah. who's had a career the length of a music producer, like yourself, I mean, your first tune, I think, was 1994, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time, bro, yeah. It's like someone who worked in the same job for 30 years. It's not always rainbows. There's going to be periods of, of time of your career where where you're a yeah. bit down and you want to try something else. And I think that applied to us as well. But um, <laughs> I kind of envy the likes of Rob and Gaz, you know, just, just managing to kind of get out of the one genre that you're in and kind of doing something different. I mean, I love house music and uh, the certain days, I just, you know, I want to go in, in the studio and kind of have a different approach and try something different. And uh, for some reason, drum and just pulls me back in straight away. When you open that sequencer, sneakily, it just sets itself to 174 without <laughs> yeah. you even noticing. What do you mean? No. I was at 120. I was at 126. We we're going to ride a house banger. Not today, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it, man. But um, I mean, obviously, yeah, I said, you know, you guys, the, the guys went on to do like Knife Party around about 2010 ish and did that for a decade or so. And um, yeah. And, and do you know what? It really felt like a hole in the scene. There, there was something missing. And I, and I would say the same for Dillinger. You know, he had a little kind of break from it all in terms of producing and whatever. And I guess it was the same where when you become an anthem machine, to, to yeah, kind of keep yeah. that going. And it's not that you can't make those tunes anymore. It's it's kind of like getting up in the morning and kind of going there doing the same sort of thing. And sometimes it's... Yeah. It's you've got to pull away. I mean, when what was his last? The last one I can think of him was probably 2006. Was like maybe in the grind. Correct. And that was so sonically destructive that we just stood there with our jaws swinging, going, "What on earth? How do you ever better that?" Sadly, he probably had that same feeling. Like yeah. I've reached the the pinnacle of yeah. of how this sound can sound. What yeah. do I do next? Do you yeah. keep doing the same thing forever? Which in in Pendulum's case, I think wouldn't have. Wouldn't have happened for very long if Rob, if Rob followed up immersion, you know, got us all together and said, "Let's make some more drum and bass." I think it would have been strange because I knew that his heartstrings were pulling him in a different direction. I knew he wanted to explore, you know, house music and dubstep, and he wanted to flex on the other people who were in those scenes. Yeah, of course. And, and when you achieve what you guys all did, you know, new doors are opening all the time. And when you've done something for so long, it'd be hard not to kind of walk through those doors and try new things, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? But like opportunities to work yeah. with some big writers and different people, you know, it's, uh, that's exciting, man. I mean, the same thing happened to me in Matrix around 2013, 14 time, you know, we kind of, we kind of by accident fell in to the top 40 with records and stuff. And it was next thing that all these sort of doors were open to working with like top line vocalists and you know and yeah. and, and you and you have to walk through those doors man and, and experience it you know what i mean but um i'm so glad i'm back to writing dance floor music may i add but that was a great time you know and um open certainly opened my eyes i think what annoys me about that is when people look at the chart or commercial success or whatever that you guys have had i I don't know. Like, those tunes are dance floor tunes to me. They're dance floor tunes. They get in my car and drive fast tunes. But they're just bloody good songs as well. I I find drum and bass has this, like, 
strange feeling, strange sort of sentiment sometimes of people like, oh, they're they're working with singers, you know, like it's pop now. And I'm like, it's just, it just still falls into, in my perception, it falls under the same banner. I think back to records from 1995, like say if we reference Alex Reese, like Candles or Feel the Sunshine, they were fantastic drum and bass records that had full vocals on it, but I just still, I still sing their drum and bass records just like anything else. And then exactly. you fast forward, yeah. you fast forward all the way to the mid 2000s when, yeah. you know, when you guys were doing Glowworm or Don't Look Back or whatever like that, they're just great club, festival, car, they're just great songs, you know. I just think obviously when you, when you've kind of built yourself up over time doing a certain sound, I guess the fan base or the people within that scene, the purists, they don't like to see you going off into different lanes. It's it's just a natural thing that happens in it, man. But um, you just keep at it for long enough, and then the purists get too old to go out anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if you think like if you think of like Jamie, particularly if we're talking about him and and his early works, there's people mm. that still reference you know his first album as the highest pinnacle of neurofunk production. Yeah. And then if you were to play him, someone sleepwalk and then play them a collaboration with you, like Control, they'd be like, this can't be the same guy. Yeah. But in <laughs> yeah. my mind, or Sorrow by you and then Control or Magnetic Eyes or whatever, in my mind, I think that's a logical progression because you grew as a person, you grew as a songwriter. But yeah, anyway, and your but, um, music got bigger and more intricate. And, stuff. and, and, and um, there's nothing, to, it's not taking anything away from where you came from, but you couldn't do that those records forever no. you had to evolve otherwise yeah. you'd get burnt out and you'd go and make house music <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i was going through all the pendulum catalog the other week and um going right back to the early days and whatever and i always remember i was in switzerland with jay magic he said to me on the way to the show we went oh do you know what doc scott's giving me a record by these guys oh it's that far back wow and I was like, oh yeah, okay, well, and he was like, dude, he went, this one's gonna change the game. I was like, that's big talk, that, you know, it's a big statement to make that, Jamie. But he plays it last tune, Paul, right? And to say my jaw dropped to the floor is like an understatement. And it was that same feeling of being astounded, like when I first heard Moving Fusions, Turbulence. Yeah, because yeah. Not, not only because the, the writing was like ultra fresh and just, you know, the bass work and everything about it, it was just the levels in the record was, were peaking. And I was just like, what have I just listened to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny, eh? Hey? 2003, completely made in software in a in the front living room on home stereo speakers. And I remember when, uh, like, the likes of myself and everyone else in the UK in drum and bass was just like, surely they're making this in like big ass studios, you know what I mean? Like, uh, with amazing equipment. And then it turned out you guys were making it in the box. Mm, I yeah. barely believe it myself, to be honest. Yeah, 19 years ago, man. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. So just yesterday I was in town in the city of Perth and uh, I put it on my Instagram, actually. I was walking past the first, the site of the first nightclub I ever held a residency. What was the name of that place? It was called The Drum Club. Right. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you ever played there. Jamie used to do gigs for Loaded Dice in different places. but was, I think uh, Jamie might have played there. Yeah, it was called Gravity for a while and then it was called The Drum Club and it was kind of the birth... Well, not really the birth, but the, one of the the spiritual homes of drum and bass in Perth. I was walking down the lane where it was on, and but there's these stairs out the front that you'd sit out on the front smoking and talking. And I, you know, I get very nostalgic when I walked past this place in the city. And I turned and looked at the stairs where we used to sit on when I was 20 years old. And there's a pendulum poster on the wall for our new EP. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. And I was with my son, and I said, "This is where Dad used to hang out." I saw the picture, man. That was awesome. That was yeah. great, man. Yeah. Great, man. So yeah, that's where we tested that tune for the first time, and it was just yesterday I was standing out in front of that, reminiscing on that moment. When, when so I, I always wanted to ask you, Paul. I'm sure I've asked you this before, but you know, like when you guys made that, when you first made it, you've rendered it out the computer. Did you think, okay, this is a monster, or is like, is, is another tune that's sent out? Uh, no, it was like, it, it was like those days when you tested tunes and you wanted to gauge the reaction to see if you were on the money or not. And uh, so when when we first had the first render of Vault, I take it to the club. Rob said, I've put this section in eight bars after the drop. It might surprise you. And, I, and when the swing beat hit, 
I was like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and, oh, well, we're in my friend's car around the corner. I'm on stage in half an hour because I was I was DJing there. Robin goes, weren't DJing yet. They should just come to the gigs. And and I said, look, well, I'll open with it, see what happens. And people screamed when it hit that bit. I looked at Rob and I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. That's that, sick. That was, that was the moment in the record, wasn't it, you know? Yeah. So that was the first Crazy. tune that all three of us made together, and that happened on the first drop of it. So I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> but yeah, man, no looking back. I mean, it was just, that was the first step, wasn't it? And then it's just the whole thing, like another planet and Voyager and all these monster tunes, man. Do you know what I mean? Crazy. I think if you listen to those, those first run of singles before we released Hold Your Colour, I, I can hear it, but in in to me, each song was ticking something off in the wider spectrum of drum and bass. Yeah. It was like, we've done the big Reesey tune, now we've done this cinematic thing with Another Planet, now we've done a gully, tear-out, techie thing with Voyager, we've done a vocal one with Back To You, we did a smooth one with uh, Still Grey, and I, I don't think people realised what we were doing. We were looking for Pendulum. You know, what do we sound like? Because we all had our band backgrounds. Rob had written a lot of parts of those songs on his own individually, you know, years prior, and he had lots of little sketches. Um, some of those lyrics from Hold Your Colour came from his old band, but I found that uh, I felt like once we released that album as a body of work, then that was the defining moment of what we were about. It was all of those things put together, whereas the singles leading up to it, in my mind, it's it's soul searching. It's not not so much soul searching, but sound searching, perhaps like right. looking for yeah. for for what we get a kick out of every time. And yeah, all those records had a, an impact yeah. in that and had a, a path to the end. So jumping fast forward, mate. What's what's the plan now? When yeah. obviously you know I know the EP's out now, but is there is there a, yeah. a longer term plan to come with a new album now as Pendulum or what? What's, what's going to go on? I don't honestly think so, no. I think that um, things have changed too much in the world of releasing music. And when when we're almost in this mono-economy of consumption via one app, mm. and they dictate that they want one song at a time, then unless you were a band, I think the inspiration to do an electronic album is at an all-time low. Correct. That's how I perceive it anyway. And I think if you release music and you put in the hard yards and you make a living from it, then it would be negligent to put so much energy and time into eight songs that would get one-tenth of the amount of attention as the first four songs. Mm -hmm. So I feel like EPs and singles, you know, will be what people get from a lot of people from now on. And then once you've got enough of them, then you'll collate them together and that's the album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Well, I mean, is it, will, will we hear some more singles or is that just is the plan up in the air right now? I think that's up in the air. It, you know, it took so long to get these out. We'll see what happens. I think I think if we, if we manage to get some gigs um, that don't cancel this summer, uh, there's a bunch of Trinity shows booked in and I've got my fingers crossed that they run in the UK in August and September. Yeah. Um, a lot, of, a lot of the inspiration comes from being on stage, man, and hearing the tunes on systems yeah. and hearing other people's tunes on systems. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there's only so much inspiration, I think, collectively we can draw um, from listening listening to other people's music on studio monitors. Yeah, so you guys have got a headline show coming up at the Drum Sheds in London, right? That's already been rescheduled from August to September. So, right. you know, fingers crossed. We can only hope that yeah, you know, these yeah, things yeah. go ahead. And I think, you know, in terms of British culture and the country as a whole, it's getting to the point where we really need to have something like this. Like, yeah. it's not just something that I, I'm hoping happens for my own sake. I think the country needs to have a bit of a bit of um, something to look forward to. You know, we need to right. go. We need to go raving, man. That's why I moved to England. Of course, so, man. This was this was the epicenter of raving. This is. You know, this is where it came from. But, um, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I totally agree, man. We need to have a smile on our faces. And, and we need to be with people as well, you know, and, kind of, you know, human interaction on the dance floor. It's, it, it doesn't get better, man, you know. I really miss pulling those mixes off in, in the venues and just that reaction from the crowd, man. It's something else, isn't it? Giving yourself a little uh, little pat when you do a, a tasty double that you had just thought of. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> that's, that, that's it right there. That's why I'm on this earth. Exactly that, yeah, absolutely, man. But um, just before you go, man, I've got to say that 
Um, the Australian music scene, obviously, and, and New Zealand, it's been still alive during this whole thing because, you know, your leaders in your countries have done it correctly. And 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 so you guys have been able to do shows again, man, and, and it's been going on. And I've got to say, mate, I was looking at the Viper roster last week and... <laughs> you stole all the Australian talent. There's more Australian talent than in Europe on the roster. <laughs> So that signed to your bloody label as well. Good on you. <laughs> so that is saying something, mate. You know what I mean? That's like how good, you know, you guys feeling alive still and playing the shows. You know, it's 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 getting a lot of energy going between new artists, man, and um, they're coming up with some great ideas right now. It's so fresh. How big do you think VOE and SOL are going to be? Big, big, I, big. Yeah. No, I never like to make predictions and all that because it's I don't like to curse it, but. I have high hopes for those guys. And to be honest, Blaine Stranger as well, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, what, what a talent he is. Echo and Sidetrack, Blaine Stranger. Echo and Sidetrack, I mean, just... They I mean, make up half my sets. It's almost like I'm a, Vi a Viper Recordings uh, on the payroll, the amount of, um, <laughs> amount of records that I play. It's just, you've got, to, you've got for me personally, that, that sound is the, the best part of drum and bass. It takes the, the songwriting, the production, the song structure, the uplifting feelings that's that's my that's my favorite part about the whole music out of everything right. oh man that's so great to hear okay paul well listen mate it's been awesome to catch up with you today man and um thanks for taking time out and stuff you know and uh i hope to see you mate at the drum sheds in uh september and um i'm gonna be there I, so i hope to see everyone in 3d eventually it'll be so nice i might just be there as a raver right at the front i rub shoulders with you I'll give each other a little e-hug <laughs> Maybe not. Nice, man. All right, mate. I look forward to it. All good. Thanks, Brian. Catch ya. Thanks, buddy. Future Bound presents Viper Radio. Viper Radio. Awesome to catch up with Paul L. Hornet from Pendulum. And don't forget those guys. I've got a big headline show down at the drum sheds in London in September. Right, let's move into the last section of the show, and it's time to open the Viper Vault. I'm going to play an absolute Stone Cold classic by Inside Info and Miss Trouble. Yes, it's the sounds of Metamorphosis. And it's fair to say this one's definitely been one of our standout moments of Viper. Right, that's a wrap for episode six. But hold tight for episode seven next month, and I'll be back, giving you plenty of word exclusives and DB goodness. Until then, take care and peace. Work that ground warm, disarm, clip off. This amount of head gonna get you wet. We talking bangers, you took it to bed. Seek them underwear, covers moonlight. Yeah, we're over here taking the spotlight. That's how my life gonna get satisfied. We testify. Metamorphosis, butterfly. Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis 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 Genesis New Wave Silver Surfer Friday to Sunday Let the sun dance blinded by sun rays Too hazy for some better saw shade She can win the done put them to shame Olympic Games Get the gold, more money, more power They're still swallowing while we devour Metamorphosis 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 And vultures, we hatch them, fight up with soldiers. It's conscious while you demote us. We're plucked in, take over cultures. We spread light while fire blazing. We chase them, eternally racing. Push gold to shove, give them fluoride. Metamorphosis, engage the third eye. Viper Radio. Don't forget to follow Instagram forward slash Futurebound Viper.